The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, folks. So glad that you could join us today because we have a really fun guest. We have David Lanham. He is from Planet Connect which is a subsidiary of the National Environmental Education Foundation's Classroom Earth. And we're going to hear all about that in conjunction with the Weather Channel, the National Environmental Education Foundation has launched a really cool program, and you can check it out at their website. It's called Classroom Earth, and as a part of that project, there's a new organization called Planet Connect that David is all informed about. He is working hard for them and has got some awesome information to share about what they're doing to connect with teens globally. And we just, the Go Green Initiative, my nonprofit organization, just partnered with Planet Connect to help promote their Get Green video contest. And we'll talk about that. You can also check out the winning videos on our website. If you just go to www.gogreeninitiative.org, click on our YouTube channel, you'll see a playlist for all those winners, and these kids came up with some amazing concepts. Besides being really creative, they're also really funny. Some of them are very entertaining, so you'll want to check that out. But we are pleased, as we can be, to have David on the show. Welcome to Go Green Radio, David. Jill, I'm very happy to be here. I appreciate uh, the opportunity, and um, I'm glad to be able to share what we're doing here at Planet Connect and the National Environmental Education Foundation. We call it NEAF, uh in short, you know, for fun, and uh, happy happy to talk about what we're doing and how we're trying to uh, inform the public about environmental issues and help them, you know, decide where they want to take that, especially in Planet Connect with the youth. Well, and I am just thrilled that you could make it on to the show today, and we're going to dive into Planet Connect and what you're doing there in just a minute. But first of all, okay, jealousy alert, jealousy alert. All of our Go Green Radio listeners, you're just going to die when you hear this. David has recently come back from the World Cup. He got to go see what's going on in South Africa that we've all been watching on TV. He was actually there, and they have actually done some things to go green at the FIFA World Cup. And, David, before we dive into Planet Connect, won't you share some of your experiences at the World Cup with our listeners, because that is so cool. Yeah, I first of all, I had uh, an amazing opportunity. My actual college roommate uh, was originally from South Africa. So he, years ago, you know, once we learned that it would be in South Africa, we said, we have to go. And so we, uh, we recently spent 10 days uh, over in South Africa between Johannesburg and Durban, and uh, we're able to see three matches. We're able to uh, tour across the country, um, see their landscapes, see lions and cheetahs, all kinds of things. They have a great uh, marine world. And it, it was an amazing experience, um, as, as you might be able to imagine. Um, yes. the, the people there, the South Africans in general, were very gracious. They were very happy that we were there. Uh, there's the world travelers. You know, you could almost stop and talk to anybody, and they had a great attitude about, 
each other, and it was just a, it was just a happy environment. Um, so it was it was a great experience, um, and you know I was able to see a lot of the environment uh, while we were there, which was which was excellent. You know they had some beautiful landscapes. Uh, Durban, the Durban beachfront is beautiful. You know it's clear water, and it's it's just amazing. And you know while I was there, I worked for you know an environmental organization, so I tried to take note of the environmental practices. And I was actually you know fairly ple- pre- pleased. Um, it's only been a democracy for 16 years, so you never know how extensive, you know, their environmental practices would be. And they had recycled bins, you know, near every stadium. They had uh, just all kinds of things, which, which I was very pleased to see. Um, and the actual, one of the stadiums I was in, to see actually Spain versus Switzerland, Durban Stadium, uh, which is, like I said, right on the beachfront, had some great uh, environmental practices, which I actually read about before I left. Um, they used over 30,000 cubic meters of concrete from a previous stadium. So they kind of built the new stadium with an old stadium, um, the stadium also had a rainwater collection system, water-saving installations, uh, ener- energy-efficient heating, and, you know, tons of other things. So it's great to see, you know, these huge buildings being built and, you know, not from waste and, you know, not, not you know, just wasting resources. So that was, you know, I was, I was very happy uh, to see and hear all those things. So it was a great experience. I actually got to attend U.S.'s second game versus Slovenia, where we tied. <laughs> side note, we probably should have won. We uh, had a goal <laughs> called against us. But uh, we tied, and it was an amazing experience being, you know, next to thousands of Americans halfway across the world. Um, so that was, you know, celebrating those goals was easily one of the top moments of my life, I would say. So that, that was so cool. Now, you told me when we were off the air that you're going to share some of the photos and the video footage that you took while you were there. Uh, tell our listeners where they'll be able to find those when you do get a chance to post them. Absolutely. Uh, while I was there, uh, I took... Plenty. Uh, my friend and I took plenty of pictures and, and video footage, um, and I'm going to be uh, incorporating that. I'm going to try to edit that into a video about the country, about the World Cup, and about their environmental practices. And hopefully, by the by, by the end of July, that will be available on our website, PlanetConnect.org. Um, right now, we actually have a feature of one of our staffers who visited Antarctica um, a few months ago. So we're going to try to show, you know, different parts of the world, and this will be our next step in showing South Africa. Oh, that's so cool. Well, let's dive into what you're doing, and but I'd like to begin at the beginning because some of our listeners might not be familiar with the parent organization of Planet Connect, um, and that is NEEF, the National Environmental Education Foundation. Um, tell us about NEEF and how you came to be involved with them. Yeah, um, NEEF is actually... Um, it was congressionally chartered in 1990 um, through the National Environmental Education Act. So every year we get uh, funding from Congress, um, and we also receive funding from a lot of private sponsors. We have some great uh, opportunities from the Weather Channel, NBC, Toyota, Coca-Cola, just to name a few. Um, so NEEF, in general, we basically try to provide environmental information for the public and allow them to take the next step with whatever, you know, in whatever capacity they try to. So we have some amazing programs that are each doing, you know, very different um, aspects for the environment. We have Environmental Education Week, EE Week, which is actually the nation's largest uh, EE event uh, held each year right before Earth Day. Uh, it, it, last year we reached over 2,000 schools and organizations across the country. Uh, we have National Public Lands Day, which is actually the country's biggest hands-on volunteer effort to improve and enhance you know, public lands across the country. Uh, last year we had over 150 volunteers on the actual day 
you know, help clean up lands and, and build trails, bridges, all that kind of thing. So September 25th this year, keep your calendars free because that that's the next day. Um, we also have another program that tries to connect. It's called the Health and Environment. We connect, uh, you know, uh, how nature and environment, you know, are, are, are connected to our health. Uh, last year alone, oh, in 2007 actually, um, the U.S. economy – uh, had to spend $19.7 billion dealing with asthma-related causes. And, you know, that's a problem that we're trying to decrease. Uh, Michelle Obama is doing some great work um, with that same capacity. Um, and another program, Earth Gauge, tries to um, inform meteorologists uh, of the best climate information, uh, you know, unbiased, credible information that we can find, and they try to put it on their airwaves for, for their public, you know, who are tuning in to see the uh, local forecast. So, that and uh, we have a business environment program. More and more companies are trying to incorporate sustainability into their practices. Uh, so we have roundtable discussions where they can talk to each other and, and figure out how they can become, you know, more sustainable. So that's in a long nutshell. That is what NEF uh, tries to do, along with my program, Planet Connect. That is absolutely fantastic. I love how panoramic it is. But, I mean, that really is the nature of the, of the environment. I mean, it, it truly does interface and weave itself into business and schools and, you know, absolutely. every aspect of our lives. So um, that's, that's just fantastic. I really encourage folks to get out there on the NEEF website. We're going to direct you, of course, to the Planet Connect website, which, as David mentioned, is www.planetconnect.org. Don't close this website browser. Keep listening to us here on voiceamerica.com. But if you want to follow along, just open up a new tab in your web browser and check out planetconnect.org. Now, before we go into Planet Connect, I still want to bring in one other piece because Classroom Earth is a NEF program and you guys are under Classroom Earth. Tell us about the mission and goals of Classroom Earth and then we'll go into full board discussion on Planet Connect. Yeah, uh, originally uh, Planet Connect kind of uh, spurred from our Classroom Earth program. And Classroom Earth itself uh, is a program where we target uh, teacher, high school teachers directly. Uh, we give them grants um, to try to incorporate environmental lessons into their, into their everyday lesson plans. Um, we give them resources, you know, on a day-to-day -day level that they can, you know, try to come up with a lesson plan. And basically, with Classroom Earth, you know, we're not, we're not just trying to reach, you know, science teachers or somebody who's already involved in the environment. We're trying to find resources for a teacher who may be teaching a foreign language, Spanish, or um, a, a math class that they want to learn about, you know, somehow incorporate habitats into a math class, which, you know, you, can be done. So we, we try to cover all of our bases and, you know, and give these teachers information um, that they're looking for. We also give in Classroom Earth grants for them to continue their education, the teachers themselves, uh, through professional development grants. We're actually currently uh, accepting applications for uh, professional development grants, if any teachers out there are listening. Um, so Classroom Earth um, is, is how Planet Connect started, um, but they have kind of become more of sister-brother programs. Planet Connect itself tries to target high school students, and we try to directly um, speak with them and give them grants and give them information that's relevant and interesting. Um, to them at the same time and, you know, see, see how, you know, what creative ideas they can come up with on, on how to, you know, better their own environment. What exactly is the, the mission or the overarching goal of Planet Connect? In reaching out to high school students, I mean, what is the mission? Uh, Planet Connect, um, you know, like I said, we 
uh, whereas Classroom Earth, you know, targets teachers, Plan Connect uh, is it's a conversation with students. Uh, and we, we realize that there are so many, you know, so many things out there for students to be interested in, uh, and, and there are so many, you know, resource websites. So while we are trying to, you know, we're, we're trying to address those high school students who are already uh, involved in the environment and who are kind of, you know, the all-stars and already in environmental clubs and things like that and doing things in their own communities, we're also trying to incorporate uh, high school students who are just now starting to think, you know, what, what, what's so good about going green? Or, you know, they, they hear about, or they're hearing about the oil spill and they, and they're, they want to do something about it uh, and, and they have, haven't yet done so. We're, so we're, we try to, uh, you know, without telling them what to do because we want them to figure that out and be creative on their own, we try to give them enough information and funding so that they can go out and decide, how can I make a difference in my community? How can I posit- positively affect the environment? That's a brilliant move. Uh, you know, there are a lot of organizations out there that come up with sort of prescriptive checklists or, you know, here's what you can do to a green, and that has its place. But what you guys are doing that I really love is you are inspiring creative thinking and leadership, and that's what the 21st century, you know, the generations are going to need. We need leaders, and by giving them the opportunity to sort of uh, take all this information, make it their own, and then decide on their own what their goals, objectives, and, and their mission, their own personal mission will be, I think is a really unique and brilliant move on the part of Planet Connect. I, I really appreciate that perspective. Um, we're going to be taking a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we'll have more with David and we'll be talking in detail about some of the programs that Planet Connect has launched and how you can get involved. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more Go Green Radio right after this. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST 
4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could tune in with us today on voiceamerica.com. If you want to listen to this broadcast again or tell some of your friends that they should listen to this show if they've missed it live, don't worry because we're syndicated on the Green Talk Network. If you go to voiceamerica.com, you'll find the button that will take you to the Green Talk Network. And this very same episode will air next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific and noon on the East Coast, and everybody in between can do the math. So that's when you can hear this broadcast again. So if you've missed a little bit piece of it or your friends have missed a little piece of it, don't worry, because that's where you can find us again. Well, we are joined today by David Lanham. He is from Planet Connect, which is a subsidiary of the National Environmental Education Foundation. We're so glad to have him on board with us today at Go Green Radio. Now, David, my organization, the Go Green Initiative, was very, very proud to partner with you guys on your recent student video contest. In fact, the winners are up on our YouTube channel and on our website homepage, and they're really incredible. I enjoyed them a lot. If you would, talk to us about the contest. What was the goal? Do you feel like you reached it? Um, what did you learn from this student video contest? Yeah, um, we, we were, you know, as, as I've said before, we, we are trying to, you know, effectively adapt to however, you know, students are choosing to learn, how, you know, their media trends, et cetera. And so, you know, we obviously realize how popular YouTube and, and you know, sending around videos on Facebook and all those, you know, types of activities are. So we had the idea, you know, to have our own video contest, and we asked high school students uh, how they are reducing their carbon footprint. And, you know, initially, you know, this is, the, this is the first video contest our organization has done. We've done plenty of uh, photo contests uh, in the past. Um, so, you know, we didn't know exactly, you know, how many entries we would get and the, and the level of participation. But we were absolutely blown away by, you know, the level of, of involvement, uh, participation, and the actual video entries themselves. We, in the end, you know, we, we were hoping for 
let's say, 40 to 50 entries. We received over 120 entries. Uh, and it wow. was in a, a fairly <laughs> short time frame. Um, so, you know, we were extremely happy. And for a high, high majority of the videos, they were very well made, uh, whether it was, you know, the production quality or the actual environmental content in the videos. And, you know, they, they taught us, some, some new ways of reducing our carbon footprint. Um, and it, it was just amazing. I mean, we were inspired by a lot of the things that, that we saw. Um, so we were extremely happy. Um, we, we announced the winners earlier in uh, June, early June. Um, and, you know, we had all types of PSA-like uh, videos. We had some very funny, comical videos, as well as some, uh, actually, we had some, a few uh, music videos, which was very entertaining to watch. So the, the couple of weeks where we were reviewing the videos was a uh, very, uh, very fun time to come into work. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, great. And, and tell me, give me an example of a video that taught you something new or gave you a different perspective. I mean, I, I deal with a lot of student work, you know, with the Go Green Initiative, and I have often found the same thing, that some of these kids are so innovative, they just blow my mind. Um, yeah. Give us an example of a video that you thought, wow, never thought about it that way before. Yeah, um, one of our videos, uh, it, it was interesting, and, and it was a simple concept, but it's just something that you, you don't really think about. And you always hear, you know, to try to turn off the faucet while you're brushing your teeth or, you know, shaving or anything like that while you're not using the water. Uh, one of our students actually shows a video of how he, you know, in the morning prepares himself, and, and he, he keeps a, not a bucket, but kind of a large bowl with, uh, and as he, you know, brushes his teeth and, and does everything else, it, the the bowl fills up with water, and even though he's turning off the faucet, there's still some, you know, remaining water that's left over. So he, in turn, uses that leftover water for whether it's, uh, you know, using it for uh, plants in his house to, to water or, you know, anything that, you know, would need water. Um, and so I thought that was, you know, very, you know, he's already saving water, but he's using 100% of it, you know, for the environment, for whatever he needs around his house. So there's certain things like that that, you know, simple ideas, but these these students are incredibly creative, and they kind of say, wow, how did I not think of that before? But now maybe I'll consider, you know, it will be a new way for me to go even greener. Um, well, so, and what I love about that is that sometimes the simplest ideas are the most effective. Exactly. You know, if, if ideas are complex, uh, there's a slight chance others might replicate it. But if they see something simple, something that's kind of like a no-brainer that has a lot of the duh effect, like why did I think of that before, yeah. then other people are more likely to replicate it. I've got to ask because, you know, as a nonprofit organization head myself, mm -hmm. we're constantly looking for help from sponsors. If a sponsor came to you today, maybe after listening to Go Green Radio and said, David, we want to fund another round of this Get Green TV. We want to found, you know, help you with another round of a video contest. What would you do differently from what you did the first go around? Sure. I mean, with any, you know, process or contest or, or anything, you know, you learn things along the way. And, you know, this was our, we, like I said, our organization has done plenty of photo contests, but this is the first time we've done an actual video contest and, uh, for, especially for students. Um, so we learned a lot uh, during the process, um, things that, you know, that you, when, you're, when you're, you know, creating the rules and things like that and, and putting it up on a website that, uh, you know, there, there are certain things that you just have to, you know, all walks of life are seeing this contest and trying to, you know, uh, read the rules. So, so sometimes you need to, you know, see it from multiple different perspectives and, and just cover all the bases because, you know, there's so many people uh, looking at your website. And, you know, we have learned so much that we feel as if 
in the future, you know, we are definitely planning on future contests uh, and Planet Connect and the rest of our organization that we, you know, will do an even better job next time. Um, and, you know, we've learned so many lessons that we can kind of, you know, uh, come together, huddle, and create an even better uh, contest and reach more students. You know, we've, we've been able to partner, whether it's with you and your great Go Green initiative or and, uh, and other partners that we've found along the way and kind of, you know, spread the message of, you know, everybody can make a difference in their own community. Right. Well, that sounds fantastic. And I love this section on your website that talks about um, student grant opportunities. I myself am a mom of a kid that's getting ready to go to college, so I appreciate you know information like that. And I know that a lot of students do as well. I know that a lot of our listeners out there are students and parents of students, and they're always looking for ways to fund that ever-expensive college education. So give us some mm-hmm. good news, David. Tell us about these grant programs that Planet Connect is dialed into. Yeah, uh, I mean, we realize that, you know, college is getting more expensive every year. Uh, It hasn't been too long since I've been in college, so I absolutely understand that. And so uh, every year, Planet Connect itself, we give away anywhere from ten dollars to $30,000 grants for students to help fix an environmental problem in their community. Um, And that can be, we've had students, you know, replacing disposable lunch trays with, you know, reusable lunch trays in their cafeteria. We have students, uh, we had one student with a great project where, where he uh, went to local elementary schools and asked them to create, you know, artwork about the environment, and they would display it around the school proudly, and it kind of inspired, you know, a fellow youth. Um, so we give them money to go out in their community and try to, you know, uh, increase the environmental, um, you know, ideas and, and inspire others, and it's been amazing. So, so we do have an annual program, which um, in the fall we will be uh, having our next round of grants, um, if anybody wants to check back on planetconnect.org then. Um, but also we also feature, you know, inv- uh, grants and scholarships, competitions, awards, anything, you know, for students to get some more funding or win some prizes, you know, whether it's in our, our organization or not. Uh, we feel as if, you know, we don't want you to just come here. We want you to find whatever opportunity can lead you to the next step. Um, so you can go on our website and look at our grants page, and it'll, it'll show, you know, plenty of other grants where, that students can, uh, can find for themselves. Um, I would say for the teachers, uh, parents, and students looking for grants and scholarships, if you haven't heard of FastWeb.com, make sure you check it out because it has a huge assortment of all ki- types of grants and scholarships that uh, a student can, can find for their, uh, for their next pass. So, awesome. Yeah. Very helpful. Thank you, David. That's terrific. I, I love the information that you also have about colleges that are going green. Um, and there's a review process that actually you've dialed into to um, determine what schools are on your website, and that's the Princeton Review uh, Green Rating System. Tell us a little bit more about their rating system and, and how they determine which colleges and universities they will list as green colleges. Uh, yeah, the Prison Review uh, Green Rating System is, is one of the uh, many um, inputs that we use to determine, you know, which colleges and universities um, will be featured on our website, you know, green, green colleges and, and, and universities. And basically what they've done, they've uh, partnered with the U.S. Green Building Council, um, and they conduct yearly surveys. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a new program. It's only, uh, I'd say, three years old. I think it's the third year. Um, and they, you know, survey uh, deans, administrators, students, and they conduct evaluations and determine which, you know, schools, um, ac- you know, according to their formula, uh, are the most green. 
Um, so we, we do use uh, part of that um, as to determine who, who gets uh, to be featured on our website. But we, you know, there are plenty of schools, whether, whether it's, you know, in the past six months, year, two years, who are, who are now finally um, understanding that, you know, it's better, whether it's economically or, you know, just socially to uh, be more green. And, and students are realizing that. I saw a study um, that around 25% of college-bound students um, are very interested um, and, and would impact their decision on whether they would attend a school uh, of if the information about how environmentally sound and how green a college is, you know, is listed on their website or, you know, in other, in other capacities. So students are interested in, 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 you know, some students often make their decision based on, you know, how environmentally sound a, uh, a institution is. Um, so we try to, whether it's, even if it's just, you know, uh, if environmental major is available or has, you know, dining hall, uses composting, you know, practices, we try to give them a plethora of information about prospective colleges and universities. Well, I think that's really key, and it's kind of like for colleges who might be wondering, well, does it really matter? You know, maybe this isn't a big priority. It is because, I mean, in, in essence, students are their customers. I mean, they're the ones who pay to go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so just like a product it tries to lure uh, consumers to buy their product, the same is true for colleges. And in a downturn economy, um, you know, anything you can mark as a competitive edge to get more students on campus um, is a smart move. So I think that there's a, a cost-benefit analysis that can be shown that it actually is in the school's interest, besides all the money they can save by going green, um, to actually lure and retain students on campus. It's a smart move. We've got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we'll have more with David Lannon and Planet Connect. So don't go away, folks. More Go Green Radio right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. 
Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. We're having a blast today. We have such a fun guest. Um, we're going to get back to David in just a moment, but this is the segment in the show that I have truly come to love. Our green teen journalists down in L.A. working for Global Broadcast for Kids bring us the green news segment that they produce every week. So I'm going to ask our engineers to go ahead and roll green news for kids. GlobalBroadcastForKids.com presents GBK Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative. From one kid to another. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Marley. And Elijah. Here with GBK's Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative on Go Green Radio, and we are going to get started. Waste Management Inc. will develop an additional landfill gas-to-energy project at its Pine Tree Acres disposal site near Richmond, Michigan, and sell electricity to Consumers Energy. Consumers Energy plans to purchase more than 240 megawatts of renewable energy, including power created at the Waste Management Landfill and three wind projects. The electric utility said the projects at Pine Tree Acres will provide 12.8 megawatts of renewable energy capacity starting in 2012. Consumers Energy's agreements to purchase power from four, new, from four new renewable energy projects in Michigan are another step forward to a clean energy economy, said Governor Jennifer N. Granholm. These projects will ma- help power Michigan homes and businesses, build markets for our growing wind manufacturing industry, and create jobs. Consumers Energy calls itself the largest supplier of renewable energy in Michigan. Well, so what? The Go Green Initiative says there are two important benefits to the Pine Tree Landfill Project. First, it's capturing a very potent greenhouse gas, methane. We hear a lot about how we need to curb carbon emissions, but the methane that comes out of landfills is 21 times more potent than carbon. So by capturing it, waste management is keeping it out of the atmosphere. Good move. Secondly, they're not just capturing the methane, they're putting it to work. They are creating electricity out of the methane gas which would otherwise just seep into the air talk about energy efficiency seems like they should be capturing methane at all the landfills why waste that energy power from poop farm power is developing its second dairy farm manure based renewable energy project in washington state the anaerobic manure digester in linden whatcom county is expected to be operating by the end of this year and produce high enough electricity to power 500 homes Farm Power, a company founded in 2007, currently operates one digester near Mount Vernon, Washington. 
that processes manure from neighboring dairy farms to Skagit County. Well, so what? So what? The Go Green Initiative says this is another great example of putting methane to work. Besides landfills, the next most likely place to find a big bunch of methane gas is a dairy or beef ranch. Why? Because that's what's coming out of the backsides of all those cattle. Putting in the power plants near dairies is super smart because they are often located in rural areas where energy infrastructure may be lacking or may be vulnerable to severe weather. If farms and ranches can supply their own power through poop, they can use less from the grid and essentially become their own utility company. So, why waste the cattle waste? Put that poop to work. Canada will phase out older coal-fired power plants to cut the country's greenhouse gas emissions. Environment Minister Jim Prentice said on Wednesday as it moves to make natural gas-fired plants the new clean power standard. The new standards, expected to be firmed up by early 2011, will force electricity producers to phase out older, high-emitting coal-fired plants and require newer facilities that match the lower greenhouse gas emissions of more efficient natural gas-fired plants. Well, so what? So! The Go Green Initiative says natural gas is much, much cleaner than coal. There is no question about that. For Canadians, this is a good short-term solution because at the moment they have a large supply of natural gas. For countries that depend on other countries for their supply of natural gas, it may not be such a good solution. For instance, just last week, Russia cut natural gas supplies to Belarus. While natural gas is clean, it also is a finite resource. As we deplete the amount the Earth has, there is no more. So we will still need to look at infusing as many renewable energy sources as possible into our energy supply. BP begins fighting oil spill with Kevin Costner's oil separating centrifuges. BP has been toying with the idea of using actor Kevin Costner's technology, Ocean Therapy, to clean up the Gulf oil disaster for the past month. Once we got over the water world jokes, we realized that the centrifuge-like device is actually fairly useful. It sits on a barge, sucks in dirty water, separates the oil, and deposits the clean water back into the ocean. BP ordered 32 of Costner's centrifuges last week, and apparently the oil giant has already started using them. Well, so what? So what? The Go Green Initiative says, Hollywood to the rescue. Kevin Costner has been working to fund this technology for 12 years. His machines can separate 210,000 gallons of oil from water per day. Oil and water don't mix. Centrifuges spin to separate the two liquids, the oil is stored for further use, and the clean water is pumped right back into the ocean. Costner is advocating for a very smart idea. Why not have these machines on ships that are ready to immediately deploy in the event of a future oil spill? Why try to make a solution to a spill after it happens and waste precious time like we have seen with the BP spill? Here are some Go Green Initiative updates. Here are some new businesses that have just joined the Go Green Initiative. Western Trading Company Communications, Elk Grove, California. New schools that have just joined the Go Green Initiative, Kersley Community Schools, Flint, Michigan. Organizations that have just joined the Go Green Initiative, Green Campus Initiative, Del Mar, New York. All right, guys, this is Marley and Elijah with GBK's Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative on Go Green Radio. And make sure you do one thing a day to help the environment, like take two minutes less in your shower. Maybe create a compost with your friends. Whatever you can do. Well, until next time, bye, guys. Later, everybody.
GBK Green News, copyright 2010. Globalbroadcastforkids.com. Well, aren't they cool, David? What do you think of our green teen journalists? I, I mean, I'm consistently impressed with you know students and and what the the knowledge that they bring to the table and and the kind of projects that they are able to focus on. And, and you know, I, I just would want to repeat what they're saying uh, is that you know you can make a difference. You know, and and I would encourage those to whether it's starting an environmental club or or if you have a project in your own community that you think um, needs to be fixed, then you know go for it, and you'd be very surprised, uh, you know, as as a student what you can accomplish. Well, and these kids give me so much hope for the future. I mean, there really is a, a lot of leadership out there. Well, David, I have to ask, you know, ultimately, what do you hope to accomplish with Planet Connect? I mean, if you could look into your crystal ball and see what the world would look like, how it would be different or better in five to ten years from now, if Planet Connect is just wildly popular and successful, give us that vision. What will it look like if you reach your goals? Yeah, um, you know, speaking for as as David Lano myself, uh, you know, I, I consider myself a, a fairly informed person, and I feel that history has taught us, you know, that effective change rarely occurs without you know adequate education, and that's kind of you know we're trying to provide that, but in an interesting way. We don't want to you know bore students, and they can go on other websites, you know, just to read information about the environment. So you know, we want to kind of have a, a conversation, an interactive conversation with these students, whether it's you know with our the videos. In the, in the contests, or you know, it's uh, information that they're looking for about, you know, as we said, um, colleges and and grants and all that kind of information. So, you know, optimally, five to ten years from now, you know, we would love for for Planet Connect to to be even more popular, and you know, have students be able to you know have a have a go to place, you know, whether they're just you know trying to look up information about you know a habitat, or they're trying to figure out how they can go into their community and you know fix an actual problem. Um, well, and so, it's really you know, cool because Planet Connect, in the couple minutes we have till break, I'd love for you to talk about just that issue, how interactive you are. You've done some really awesome things with social media. Um, talk to us about what you've already got and how you want to expand that social media presence. Yeah, um, you know, we try to cover, you know, all, all the social media bases. Uh, we obviously realize, you know, everybody has a Facebook account and, you know, Twitter is growing, you know, by the day. So, you know, we try to incorporate a lot of, of Facebook and Twitter and just update with, you know, relevant posts, interesting or, and or educational. And, and, you know, we're just trying to cover all of our bases. So we have, you know, uh, Get Green TV is our YouTube channel uh, for Planet Connect and, and has in the only about two months has had over 15,000 views of our videos which we are extremely happy uh, to, to say. Um, and, you know, we have over 1,700 Twitter followers, not quite as high as Go Green Initiative. We'll have to try to catch up with you. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we just try to cover all the bases, and, and, you know, students want to interact, you know, with each other and, and with, uh, with people, you know, they, you know, are interested in the same kind of uh, activities. So, you know, we just try to, you know, have that platform for students. Well, and the brilliance of that is meeting people where they are. I mean, this is kind of the same philosophy that the Go Green Initiative has taken when it comes to social media. Instead of just putting up a website and saying, well, if you want to hear our message, you come to our website. We're just the opposite. We're saying, hey, you guys are already gathered in certain places. We'll come to you. You know, we'll bring our message to where you're already having fun and gathering, and that's how we want to communicate. We want to communicate where you are in the place that you're at. And I love that um, almost humility of, of communication 
communication style that Planet Connect has adopted, I think it's really working for you. Obviously it is. If you've had 15,000 people already looking at your videos on YouTube, that's totally awesome. Well, we are going to take a quick, quick break, so don't go away, folks. We've got more with David and Planet Connect right after this quick commercial break. So we'll be right back in just a few moments. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? or 14%. Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. The Interstate Sportsman Talk Radio Show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network with hunting and fishing info news. Talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 Eastern, for the Interstate Sportsman on the Voice America channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could join us today and listen to us on the nation's number one talk radio station here on the Internet, voiceamerica.com. If you want to follow along and look at the website for the organization we're talking about today, don't close this web browser. Uh, open up a new tab in your web browser and go to planetconnect.org, and there you're going to find some amazing information and programs that we've been talking about today. You know, David, I really try hard to be a cool mom. I have three kids, and all of them are in the age range that would appreciate what you're doing at Planet Connect. And I think one of the most uh, popular parts of your website with my kids is the gaming section. And uh, I'm, I really love the wide range of games that you've got on your website. I think it's really fun for the kids. How do you determine what games you'll put up there, and what has the response been from kids who are looking at these games? Tell us more about that section. Well, first of all, I'd say congratulations on being a cool mom. <laughs> My own mother. <laughs> I'm a gamer. Uh, I'll just come right out and say it. I'm a gamer, and I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's a good thing. I've I've grown up, you know, with games and video games and, and all that kind of thing. So, you know, my mom has tried playing Mario Kart and you know a little bit of Wii bowling. So, uh, so she's also tried to be a cool mom. So that's a uh, thumbs up to that. 
Um, but in terms of our website, yeah, we have a uh, section, and you can find it on our front page, actually. It's called the Green Game Station. And, you know, we just try to incorporate, you know, any game that, you know, that has a positive environment, environmental message, you know, not an advocacy-based message, and, and, you know, that it can be anything. We have trivia games, strategy, you know, action games, sports games. We've got a little bit of everything. Um, so, you know, as long as it, you know, deals with, you know, close to our high school age demographic and, you know, has a positive environmental message, whether it's, you know, learning new facts, you know, with trivia or kind of, you know, trying to save the day for the environment, that, that kind of situation, we, you know, love to feature any types of those games. And, you know, we realize kids like games too, obviously. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're happy with that section of our website. Well, and it is very cool. And for parents that are out there listening, I would say give this page a look because, um, you know, sometimes it's not so easy to engage your kids on green issues. Uh, you know, telling them that they're ruining their own future by leaving the lights on in the room is, you know, usually not the way to go. But if you can have them check out a game that's really fun but also teaches them that, hey, it's a good idea to save electricity, that's, that's a great way to go. So check that out. I think you'll feel very comfortable recommending these games to your kids. You know, David, every Everybody under the sun is talking about green jobs now. I mean, we hear it everywhere we go. And not surprisingly, there are a lot of different definitions of this term. Now, Planet Connect has a list of green jobs on your website, but I'm curious about how you define a green job or how does a career path that you have on your website qualify to be listed on the Planet Connect green job page? I find that page really, really interesting. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, green jobs are kind of the, uh, the, the hot new term. Um, and, you know, especially, you know, with, with a recession, you know, uh, and, and all the job seekers out there, people are, are trying to find new avenues and, and what they can do, uh, regardless of their, you know, prior experience in the environment. So, you know, the, the, you go different places and you get a different definition of what a green job is. But, you know, it, it's better not to, you know, constrict, you know, what a green job is and kind of, uh, you know, incorporate all the elements of the environment if, you know, it's, it's within a certain career. So it doesn't have to be somebody who installs solar panels or, or is a, a biologist. It can be anything. It could be somebody involved in water treatment. It could be somebody um, who uh, puts in heater, efficient heaters and appliances into households or, you know, somebody who restores habitats or, or, or even uh, an artist who focuses on the environment. There are plenty of environmental artists out there. Um, so pretty much anything that, you know, positively, you know, uh, has some type of impact on the environment, um, you know, whether it's on a day-to-day level or a long-term level, um, you know, we consider a green job. So for our website, we, um, uh, on Planet Connect, uh, we, have, we, have inter- we have interviews with those who have green jobs and kind of, you know, it, it, they allow students to, to show how they got there, whether it's, you know, what, what classes they had to take or what internships or, you know, what they were interested in when they were a student. Um, so we have interviews with, with uh, those in the career industry, uh, green industry, and we also, you know, just have descriptions of, you know, some uh, a lot of different green jobs, um, and you know what uh, what goes into you know getting to that that level, and and you know if you're interested in in birds, you know how you can find a a facility that you know you can foster that creativity. So we we have a lot of information there, and you know we'd uh, recommend students checking them out, especially if they have a specific uh, interest. Um, and yeah, we're uh, green jobs are the future. Well, and I I like your approach. I like what you said about sort of um, looking at a a huge swath of jobs as green jobs. Now, for government purposes and government grant purposes, I understand that there will be certain jobs that will be considered green jobs, you know, because they feed, you know, the the energy sector or, you know, needs that the government money needs to 
you know, needs to fill. But for an overarching definition, I agree with you. I think that really any job can be a green job because the fact is most jobs rely upon some source of natural resources in order to perform that task. Um, you know, it needs water, needs energy, and any time a person in whatever profession they have is able to conserve natural resources or to tread more gently on the earth by what they purchase or uh, what they discard in solid waste, you know, uh, systems, I think that that makes that job have a green element. And so, you know, as we go into the 21st century where our supply of natural resources remains finite, there's only so much of some of these resources that the earth can give us, That's but our true. population as a planet goes up, that means we'll all have less natural resources per capita to deal with. And as those natural resources fuel our economy, I think it can be argued that, you know, in the future, our kids who are in elementary school today, when they choose a career path, you know, a few years in the future, that every job, whether it's a work-at-home parent or CEO of a company, is going to have to take the environment into account because there will only be so many natural resources available to each of us. So I like that approach. I really do. Um, you know, I, I would more. love to know what students are saying about the Planet Connect website because sometimes testimonials from the users of a product are the most powerful advertisement out there. What are students telling you about the Planet Connect website? Um, yeah, I mean, we have, uh, you know, we have so many different ways, as we mentioned before, of kind of interacting with these students, uh, whether it's, you know, through our social media and YouTube and, and Twitter and Facebook. So we have, you know, students commenting back to us, emailing us, um, you know, of, of what they like on the website, you know, what they, you know, you know the, the games idea, you know, how, how much kids are, are enjoying that, our videos, all, that, all those types of activities. So we don't, you know, try to constrict ourselves into, you know, how is Planet Connect successful? We try to use all of our avenues to, you know, kind of spread our message. Um, so students, you know, especially especially uh, since our video contest uh, was launched, um, have been, you know, happier to, you know, find our website and look around and, and look at all the information that we uh, try to, to give students. And um, so they, you know, our YouTube comments have been, you know, overwhelmingly positive about, you know, the videos and kind of, you know, uh, how how much they like the website in general. So, you know, we're very pleased with uh, our feedback, um, especially uh, of recent, and, um, you know, hopefully we can only increase that support from the students. Well, and one of your most powerful means of, you know, measuring your success or, you know, gleaning feedback is simply the number of hits you're getting, and that's quite impressive. So if if nothing else, that's pretty pretty good feedback. I mean, that's a very, very good metric. Um, one of my favorite resources on your website, and I could almost say that about any page because I'm just a huge, huge fan of planetconnect.org, um, but I like your volunteer and internships link, and I think that's just phenomenal. Tell our listeners what they'll find when they go and look for volunteer and internship opportunities on your website. Yeah, um, you know, when you're on our homepage, plantconnect.org, um, you know, we have several uh, tabs that are kind of our, our key programs. So we have our green job section, our college section, uh, grant section. We also have a volunteer and internships uh, tab, and you can click on that, and um, there's all, it's also featured on the front page um, with a map. And um, when you look at the map, it has, you know, all these dots around the country, and each one is a specific uh, green internship for students or a volunteer opportunity. 
uh, for a student to to go out in their you know local community and and volunteer or, or find you know an actual internship and and you know do something in the environment. Um, so this is the first year that we had this uh, internship database, but we're extremely happy with uh, how it's been, and we're going to expand it next year. We're going to have hopefully a couple hundred uh, links and uh, dots on the map. Um, so we're happy with that. We also have a section that you know details how you can find a federal internship or a, or a internship in a state agency near you, and kind of tips on how to find an internship and, and how you should prepare and, and and how to send in you know an essay for an internship. Th- those types of uh, methods. So you know we try to you know f- help the students that are that are interested in, in, in you know pursuing a path in the green industry, and, and we think we have a, a lot of resources to do that. David, you're amazing. Your organization is amazing. I just want to thank you, not just for joining us on Go Green Radio, but I want to thank you for what you're doing. I think you are bringing out the best in American teens, and I just, I just hope that every parent and every teen uh, that, that are out there will get on your website and get involved. Um, you, you've created an amazing platform, and I look forward to having you back on the show and collaborating with you even more. Folks, if you want to check out David's website, please go to planetconnect.org and get involved today. It's a great organization. Well, folks, we will be back at the same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. Thanks for joining us, and have a great, great week. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.